0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW, avoid, prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I still have one wager pending and that's on Montana State minus the six and a half against Northern Arizona. Unfortunately for me, No one took the bet on better Red, so I have no financial implication. So I'm just going to record this podcast, go to bed, and get ready for a big, big day on Thursday. So let's recap the card for Wednesday. We played Wake Forest minus the two and a half, and in the closing minute, it didn't look good. But then Wake Forest finally hit the three-pointer that I've been waiting for most of the season. They get me the win and the cover by a half a point. You also backed that one on Twitter. So thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner as we cash on the Demon Deacons times two. So now the Twitter vote is 36 and 30 on the year. That's 54.5%. Then you add in the fact that I'm not paying any juice on Better Edge and that number looks really good. So thank you, thank you for the winning votes on Twitter. Then speaking of the Wake Forest win, they of course beat Syracuse. So I have to give a quick tribute here to Jimmy Boeheim and his career at the Q's. 47 years as the head coach, over 1,000 wins, five Final Fours, a 2003 National Championship, that famous matchup 2-3 zone defense with man-to-man principles when Bill Raffrey would call the game anyway. And, of course, all the different emotional faces from Jimmy B. I love to make fun of the guy. The guy was a great coach, had a great career, and in my mind, Syracuse will forever be remembered as a Big East team with Jimmy B battling the likes of John Thompson, Raleigh Massimino, Louis Carneseca, PJ Carlissimo, and Jimmy Calhoun, just to name a few. But uh, congrats on a great career, Jimmy B at Syracuse. The rest of our card on Wednesday, uh, Northwestern State plus the two, I thought we had the game. We had a 16-point lead in the first half. Rocket Morton, one of our supporters of the podcast, he was courtside. He was actually on the court. He had the expensive seats. He was cheering him on, but he couldn't get the job done. I thought we had a chance late as well. We got within a point, but in the end, we lose by four. We only had the plus two, so we lose on Northwestern State. Then Lafayette plus the 14. I thought it was a big number against Colgate, but every time the Leopards made a run, Colgate had the answer. That's a good offensive basketball team. So they win by 18 and we lose the ticket on Lafayette. And then once again, we have the Montana State play still pending. No financial impact. So we're going to lose $13 on the day in the grand scheme of things. That's not a bad day for me. I'll just move on to the next. Quick update on those first half unders. They go 21 and 15 on Wednesday. So another winning day. I'll take that. It's now 102-79-3 so far in conference tournament play, but we are now going into the biggest day of the year for us, 57 games on the card Thursday. I mean, you may need to borrow some money here to manage the bankroll. If we pull off a winning day on Thursday, I really like our chances for a profitable March. I'm going to be stressed beyond stress tomorrow, so wish me luck. But now let's get to the card for Thursday, and we start in the Big 12. It is Baylor, minus the four and a half over Iowa State. This one's in Kansas City, Missouri. So this play will not be a crowd favorite based on my straw poll. I've given Baylor a little too much love this year. I know that, but this is a back-to-back situational spot that I like. Baylor not only lost to Iowa State to end the regular season on Saturday, they were pounded by 15 at home. The Bears shot just 35.8% first 54.2% for the Cyclones. On the season, both teams shoot around 45%. So you can clearly see one team overachieved and one team underachieved. Iowa State was the desperate team last Saturday as they attempted to end their four-game losing streak and get their first win since the departure of Caleb Grill. They did that. Now, this time around, Baylor should be the team with a point to prove since Iowa State won both meetings this year by 15 and 15. The Bears have Final Four-type talent. They do have wins over UCLA, Gonzaga, Kansas, Texas, and TCU, to name a few. 7-5 and this year against top 25 teams. I like Baylor to bounce back big on Thursday. I'm going to lay the 4.5. And if anybody's going to Kansas City, feel free to send me some photos of Q39 and Joe's barbecue for me. I can smell the ribs from here. I can't wait to get there for baseball season to watch the Twins and the Royals. Next up on the card, we go to the ACC tournament in Greensboro, North Carolina. It is Virginia, minus the one over North Carolina. So North Carolina just won't go away for me. I've had no feel for this team all season long. I need their season to end as quick as possible. The Tar Heels have won four or five after crushing Boston College by 24 on Wednesday. The Heels lost to Virginia by seven on the road, but beat Virginia by eight at home. The Cavaliers are 7-3 and three this year against top 50 teams. The Tar Heels are just 4-8. and eight. Virginia plays good defense. They lock down. They give up just 60.5 points per game. The Heels have upside, but I'm going to back the Cavalier consistency in this one. Give me Virginia minus the one over North Carolina. Next up, we head to the Big Ten tournament in Chicago, Illinois. Get me some deep dish pizza, please. I'm going to play the Fighting Illini of Illinois, Minus the two and a half over Penn State. So it's go time for the fight in Illini. I expect them to make a deep run in Chicago to significantly upgrade their seat line for next week. Illinois has lost two of three and four of seven down the stretch. Penn State swept the season series, winning by 15 at Illinois early in the season and winning by 12 at home later in the year. The Nittany Lions shot over 50% in both contests. In defense of Illinois, though, both losses followed big wins over ranked opponents, so a letdown spot. Penn State has won five of six games, including the putback at the buzzer to beat Maryland to end the regular season. As you know, I've liked Illinois all season, so I'm going to go down with the ship. Put me down for a play on Illinois until they lose another two games. That's right. Whether it's the Big Ten Tournament or the NC two A Tournament, just write it down in stone. I'm on the line Illini. This game, I'm minus two and a half over Penn State. Next up on the card, the final game on the card, we got the Mountain West Conference in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's New Mexico, plus the three against Utah State. So remember when we all loved New Mexico during their 14-0 start? I still do. They won this year at St. Mary's. They won at San Diego State. They beat Boise State. And they won at San Jose State, shooting over 60% one of the greatest shooting performances I witnessed for about 30 minutes of basketball, and they were over 70% at one point. This Lobo team has done a ton of impressive things this season. Wyoming gave them a good battle on Wednesday in the first half, but the Lobos pulled away in the second half to win by 11. Utah State won the lone meeting this season by 11 after having a 19-point halftime lead. The Yankees have won five straight, but it wouldn't surprise me if New Mexico is playing for the title game this week. I'm gonna grab the three with the Lobos over the Aggies of Utah State. So let's recap your card for a Thursday where once again, I will have 57 first half unders in play. Yes, I'm a little nervous. In the Big 12, I'm on Baylor minus the four and a half over Iowa State. In the ACC, I'm on Virginia minus the one over North Carolina. In the Big 10, I'm on the Fighting Illini of Illinois minus the two and a half over Penn State. In the Mountain West Conference, I'm on New Mexico, plus the three over Utah State. So that's your card for Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.